Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller Tongue. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, it's the day before the day. Welcome in. If you had to make a bet on the Rams making it back to the Super Bowl or missing the playoffs... That's our poll question for hour, hour one. Saucy. Come on in. Stay a while if you can. Eli Manning. He won a couple of Super Bowls. He'll join us coming up in a little bit. 877-3DP-SHOW is the phone number. Operator Tyler standing by. Our email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock, our streaming partner, or listening with iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, and the other great affiliates that we have around the country numbering nearly 400. So, play of the day, stat of the day. We got our poll question. Stat of the day, as always, brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Sign up for the DP Show newsletter. It comes out every day at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. Recaps everything that we're doing. Also also gives you a heads up on some of the other things we're doing. DanPatrick.com. Enter your email address in the box that slides out, bottom right corner. And the backroom guys will send you a recap of the day's show. NFL opener, Bills-Rams Thursday night. The uh, new top 25 is out. Some teams that are out include Oregon and Cincinnati. But uh, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Clemson, Texas A&M, and Oklahoma. will uh, take a closer look at that. Also, Brian Kelly welcomed Baton Rouge. He had uh, this interaction with a reporter yesterday. That will uh, will open it up to this late arriving uh, media crowd that uh, must have uh, enjoyed the the weekend. Um, that's usually ten dollars um, that we put in the kitty. 
um, for we'll, we'll have a big bash at the end of the year at my place. <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with winning. I think it has to do with being on time. I think the response was maybe if you uh, were winning, I'd show up on time. I believe I have that right. Maybe if you win, I'll show up on time. Um, that smile was about, it was cut in half there with Brian Kelly. Welcome to Baton Rouge. And the expectations are high, but I thought Brian, you know, Brian trying, maybe trying too hard. You know, he wants to be hugged, wants to be uh, loved, respected. He's a great coach, the all-time winningest coach at Notre Dame. But you're going down there, just win, just win. Um, I think he was trying to have a little bit of fun, but... It's not the way you want to start your day. Let's put it that way with the media. Okay, wait, what? If you start winning, I'll show up on time. The reporter later apologized for saying that. Very flippant. And as a reporter, you're not supposed to be the story. So it was unprofessional to say that. Uh, But a a good line, but not professional to say that. But the the, uh, reporter did apologize to coach. Yes, Paul. That was, uh, I, I heard it, I heard about it, and then I heard it in context. Yeah. It also helps if you could see Brian Kelly's face, because <laughs> he is opening his first press conference after a loss and trying to lighten the room mm. with a light jab of reporters showing up late, as they accuse. And then the reporter, Leah Van, she's a local reporter, yeah. went right back. Maybe if you win, we'll show up on time. Yeah. That, it's not a bad joke, but it, uh, it did not land. Yes, Tom. But unless you had like some kind of long-term relationship with Brian Kelly, which he doesn't, and even then, it's a little questionable knowing the sensitivity of another first-game uh, loss with a new coach. Yeah, you can't be part of the story. I mean, you're told, you're taught as a reporter, you can't be part of the story. That's all. But she uh, she apologized, said it wasn't one of her fine, finest hours. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, move forward, and and maybe she shows up on time or early next time. Yes, Eden. It is interesting, though, too, that when you look at the way some people are talking about this, it's how arrogant is is Brian Kelly. Oh, because, oh, uh, he's just his tone or like, well, they're both joking. They're both clearly joking. But how arrogant could he be to oh. speak like that to the reporters? Oh, wow. Yeah, it's the, people are people are really like there isn't anything right now that can go right for Brian Kelly. You're right. There isn't a single thing that he could say that he just wants to go get a yes. Coke and it'd be yeah. tear him apart. Yeah, you don't like Pepsi? What's wrong with Dr. Pepper? <laughs> I thought you were a college football coach. <laughs> Ed Orgeron, he used to drink Diet Coke. Speaking of Coach O, yep. it was, yeah, I guess uh, he was asked at the uh, Little Rock Touchdown Club. So that Little Rock Touchdown Club, they must be paying good money. They got John Gruden and then they got Co- Coach Ed Orgeron. And uh, was asked about getting fired at LSU. I'm so grateful of my time, fellas. You, that was my opportunity. You know, coaches got a shelf. Some coaches got fifty years. Some coaches got twelve. Mine was six. Good. I got to tell you, we had a meeting. Say, coach, things are not going well. Jeff Rachel can see that, brother. <laughs> <laughs> And they were good. And, and Scott Woodward is a friend of mine that I really, really, a lot of respect for the way they handled me. So and, what's uh, next? Well, well I got to tell, tell you this, though. <laughs> Say, Coach, 
you got $17.1 million on your contract. We're going to give it to you. <laughs> I said, what time do you want me to leave? What door do you want me out of, brother? <laughs> great. More scotch. Yeah. He's a great storyteller. When he uh, was with us, I think it was last year, man, he told some great stories. Man, you're, getting, you're getting fired. And they're like, hey, but we're going to fire you. Here's another $17 million. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. What a gig. What door? When do you want me to go? Remember you told the story about recruiting Adrian P- uh, Peterson? He was trying to get him. To, now, his father's in prison in Oklahoma, and they want to get him at USC. Then Coach O was trying to get Adrian Peterson's dad transferred to a jail in L.A. Because... His son, Adrian, said he, you know, he wanted to make sure that he was around his father, and his father was in a jail in Oklahoma, so he stayed at Oklahoma. But Coach O is trying to get him transferred to a jail in Los Angeles. All right, uh, so we have the poll question, Seton. Did you have any other poll questions that you were uh, tinkering with? Yeah, we had a couple of other okay. ones. Uh, currently, the Los Angeles Lakers are LeBron James' team, Patrick Beverly's team. Oh, my God. I'll uh, I'll bring bring you uh, Patrick Beverly's comments because he is in uh, midseason form with uh, what he had. To, you know, I'll play it, Marv. Here's Patrick Beverly meeting with the media and being asked about his role with the Lakers. You'll be playing with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. They'll be playing with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I made the playoffs last year. They didn't. That's the difference. <laughs> Have you guys started talking yet? Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I'm for. I'm, I'm glad that you know we get a chance to play with each other. Then you know, anything else? I'm excited to see it go on. I'm excited to you know to get the battling going. Wow. Patrick Beverly and the Minnesota Timberwolves make the playoffs. Hmm, I missed that headline. How many games did he play in Minnesota? Less than thirty. Uh, but, uh, hey, LeBron and Anthony Davis get to tell their kids that they got to play with Patrick Beverly, not the other way around, because Patrick Beverly made the playoffs. Yes, Paul? I hadn't heard that this morning because I wanted to hear it for the first time <laughs> on air. I love it. I want guys like that who are a little bit of a jerk no, on no, I need No, I need you to know your place on the team. That's what concerns me. You know, they need more people who are aggressive, who don't give a you-know-what, and will play like the Mad Men. If they want a bunch of guys who are hurt and sit on the bench and don't help much, mm. they've got those. Yeah, uh, but that leads me to Russell Westbrook, who doesn't read the room and doesn't know what his role should be on the Lakers. And I don't want Patrick Beverly to think he's a lot more than what he is because he's there for one year. So it was, you know, Russell Westbrook is there for one more year. Then that's it because they make a com- uh, combined $60 million. See ya. But to say, hey, they're playing with me. No, no, I don't need that. Not starting here. I, I want Patrick Beverly to go whatever it takes. And, and I'll do whatever it takes to make this team tougher. We're going to play defense, and I'm going to help this team win again. That's what I want to hear, not, no, no, they're playing with me. I made them playoffs last year. Yes, Paul. They should do like a fake promo for uh, like NBA and ESPN, <laughs> Patrick Beverly and the Lakers versus Kevin Durant and the Nets. <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, Patrick Beverly night. Retires jersey. They should retire his jersey for one night, you know. Just don't even get it all the way up in the rafters. Just sort of up there and go, nah, nah, we'll bring it back down. They're going to be playing with me. Yeah. <laughs> Play it again, Marv. 
You'll be playing with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. They'll be playing with me. <laughs> yeah. yeah? Yeah. I made the playoffs last year. They didn't. That's the difference. Have you guys started talking yet? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, for, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, we get a chance to play with each other than, you know, anything else. I'm excited to see it go on. I'm excited to, you know, to get the battling going. Okay. All right. I mean, look, I think he's interesting. I think he's far more entertaining when he's on ESPN than he is as a basketball player. But if he can help them just a little bit, you know, remember to play defense, then I think he's a great pickup. And I just want to know, did you see there was interaction with him and Russell Westbrook? They don't like each other, but they they gave the bro hug to each other. And maybe they play nice here. It'll It'll be interesting if, you know, Beverly comes in for Russell Westbrook. Can you put him on the floor at the same time? Although Beverly's a better shooter. Uh, yeah, Paul. After I listen to that, you know how people are, there's some people who are always defensive, and even if you compliment them, you think it's like a, a slight. Like Patrick Beverly, when he heard that, you're playing with LeBron yeah. James, and he probably thought, to himself, whoa, 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 <laughs> I didn't win a contest here. It's not uh, Make-A-Wish. I, I, I'm a good player. I'm, I've been in the playoffs eight of the past ten years. Hmm. You know, I, I bet that's how he seemed to respond. Like, hey, calm down here. I didn't win a contest. Chances are the teams he'd been on would have made the playoffs without him. Just chances are. Sure. Yeah. So. But he, he never thinks that about himself. Yeah, but I want you to understand who you are at this stage in your career. And that's the problem I have with Russell Westbrook. He doesn't understand who he is. He still thinks he's MVP. Yes, Marv. But what's going to happen when they go back to Minnesota and Patrick Beverly receives his ring for winning the playing game? <laughs> <laughs> Bloop, bloop. Good job. Now, they didn't say, the reporter didn't say, you're going to be playing with LeBron, AD, and Russ. <laughs> they just said LeBron and AD, because we don't know if Russ is going to be here. Chances are that he will be. You're going to be playing with them when they manage to play. Yes. Right. Yeah. When AD is healthy enough, you're going to play with him. And you're going to play with Russ. And, uh, you know, I hope you like to rebound because when he shoots, go to the boards. <laughs> <laughs> Chances are you can get a rebound there. Uh, we'll get the phone calls coming up, emails, tweets. Do you know what happened on this day? 1979. Every sports ban- fan should be remembering this day. Anybody have any idea? One of the greatest days in the history of sports, in my opinion. I'm not saying a national holiday, but close to it, if you're a sports fan. What was the year? 1979. I'm going to tell you after the break. Oh, come on, Dan. I can't wait. No. I can't wait that long. If you're in your car, you're going to have to wait. One of the great days in the history of sports. No, Marv, I'm not calling on you. Going to take a break. Eli Manning will join us coming up. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. 
Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. I wonder what it's like, though, when you play a game and then you go home, do you watch ESPN? Eli Manning joins us now. Hi, Eli. What's up, Dan? How you doing? I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing great. 
What was it like, though? You play a game, and then were you more apt to watch SportsCenter, win or, or lose? I think you watch it no matter what. I think you it, when your game comes on, if you won, you watch it. If you lost, you may flip the channel for a little <laughs> bit. But, you, know, but you, really, you, know, you want to keep up with the rest of the league and the other teams, how the other teams in your division did, the team you're playing next week, how they did. See some highlights. See some of your buddies that you played college with or you played on other teams with uh, and see how they did as well. See how my brother did when, you know, when, when he was playing. Did you ever get mad and yell at the TV? when we would do your highlights yeah but not at not at you uh more at mm. you know i would see what happened uh during that play you see you know an offense line miss a miss a block or a, a, a pass get tipped up or you know so you might be yelling at a player but i never never yelled at you dan okay. i would never do that i appreciate that peyton did but you would you would uh, never never do that uh, a hundred percent. He would, and then he would call you and leave you messages <laughs> and tell you what you did wrong and, and analyze your, you know, broadcasting skills. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if you were analyzing his football. You that know, is true. Skills. That, that is true. I never played the game. I heard that from quite a few athletes. What was the biggest difference though, between you and Peyton as, as a quarterback? You know, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think, um, you know, I think we both try to be students of the game, try to understand where to go. Um, and just, uh, I think, you know, Peyton did a lot more by checking at the line of scrimmage and, you know, doing the no huddle offense. He kind of created that, that, that style of play and, and basically being the offensive coordinator on the field. And so it was a lot of communi- communication signals, everything going on. We were a little bit more of kind of, Hey, call a play. If you have a terrible play, you can check out of it, but let's just, let's call the play that's run. Were you allowed? Could you have done what Peyton did at the line of scrimmage with the Giants? I think it's it's a lot. I mean, it sounds great. Um, you know, it's kind of one of those deals. You, you really have to earn the right to check a play. I mean, anyone can check a play, but are you checking into something that's better than what you had called? And so it's got to be a lot of communication with the head coach, with the offensive coordinator, uh, of being on the same page. And, you know, some of it is getting up to the line of scrimmage quickly and, hey, seeing what they're doing. And, you know, it's kind of what colleges do. And all of a sudden they, you know, fake a snap and they look to the sideline. That's basically kind of what was happening, except the coordinator is still in your ear, can tell you ideas and plays, but it's got to happen before 15 seconds uh, on the play clock run out or, or then the communication cuts off. A lot of times we'll see athletes, they're forced to retire. I don't know if you felt you were forced to retire, but if they're going to draft your successor, at least try to. But that pull, that tug of war of wanting to play, but then you got your kids growing up. And then all of a sudden it's, you know, where are your priorities? Did you have that conversation with your wife of, could you have played another year? Could you have played someplace else? Or was it just time to come home? You know, we had the conversation and I think I was, I was definitely leaning uh, you know, towards towards retiring. I think it's just, you know, I had a great career, 16 years with one organization, you know, but, you know, definitely thought about it for a little bit and just discussed, hey, you know, do we want to move our whole family to a new city? You know, what, what am I playing for? I'm going into year 17. You're probably going to a team that's not, you know, very good. They're in need of a quarterback. Are you just playing because you want to play? Are you playing for a championship? And is it worth 
kind of, you know, uprooting your family to move on. And, and, and it just, it wasn't worth it to me. And I was, you know, I, I was happy kind of hanging it up and just being a fan and, and, and moving on to my next, next venture. And so, um, you know, I think that's what made it easy for me to continue to be a fan and to go to games and watch football on, on Sunday. I wasn't bitter. I wasn't mad. Hey, I could be playing better than this guy. I was just, I was ready to hang it up and, and just, you know, be a dad and, and, uh, and be a fan. If you had to make a bet on the Rams making it back to the Super Bowl or missing the playoffs? Who? Um, you know, I think they're talented. I think they, I, I would make the bet that they, uh, better chance of getting back to the Super Bowl than missing the playoffs. I think right. just with, with the, the talent they have uh, on that team, uh, I don't think they'll miss the playoffs. We're talking to Elon Manning, the uh, two time Super Bowl champ and Emmy nominee. Best, Thank you. Best newcomer, is that what it was? emerging star what 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 was the category there were so many of them i was nominated for dan i can't even remember okay uh, all right i, which, I, I understand uh, actually i think i'm a, I'm a, a win, uh, emmy award winning uh, actually you know we could we can get that well that's the show so you like i'm talking about individually it'd be like you know when when i won i would i i'm an mvp you know, when the team right. won, it's like, you know, we won a Super Bowl. So it's, there's a difference right. in that. Okay? okay. So we, we, even though, yeah, we won an Emmy, but I did not win an Emmy. Okay. I got it. Uh, do you, does Peyton eat before you go on the air as opposed to eating on the show? That's that's just the time difference. You know, East Coast, you know, the game's at 8.15, 8.30. I eat before, but he's in Denver at mountain time. You know, the game comes <laughs> on at 6. You've got to prep before. So he, he gets hungry at halftime. And, you know, it shows that, you know, he's not like I got to eat because I have to eat. He is starving. Like he has to wolf down food and he's got – basically five minutes to get it down and uh, that's my favorite part of the whole show Eli he eats like he's Joey Chestnut like he's he's trying to win a competition here it's uh, we've we've uh, it's been that way since he was little we've had the I remember like when he went on his first date when he was like 16 we had to talk about like all right what are you gonna order just so like we, we gotta think through this like you can't order spaghetti that's just gonna get all over yourself and be on your face like you're, you know the girl is gonna run away but uh so like let's think through this and let's like remember take a bite put the fourth down like you know take a breath every once in a while let's let's you know maybe eat before you go on the date so you're not starving man your brother got so upset when your father said called uh peyton long neck and and we were and he was on the show and he goes long neck and i went oh my god there is no way peyton likes that nickname no well i think since four surgeries he's not he's, you know, oh, oh he had he had neck neck reduction surgery Yes, that's what it was. That, that's what it was. You know, we got breaking news. That. Peyton Manning yeah. had neck reduction surgery. That's a big story. <laughs> yeah, he created it. Uh, it looks like you have a lot of products there in front of you. First of all, is that is that a TV set there? Like, like whose room is that that you're in? Uh, I'm at the Verizon store right now, and so this is kind of oh, a prep okay. room. And some of their products. Uh, this is a karaoke machine, I think. So that's exciting. I don't know if I'm singing for you, Dan, but let's go. What's uh, what's your go-to song? Oh, oh, you never close your eyes. I, I don't know if I should sing that to you. Uh, that sounds weird. <laughs> I think usually, Footloose is always a good one. Okay. Uh, what else, what other toys you got there in front of you? 
Well, just, you know, here, you know, it's just with the whole world, it's really about Verizon and their, you know, 5G ultra wideband. And the fact that now, you know, you're watching, you're watching games on, on TV at home, you're watching games on your phone. It's all about having a fast, reliable connection. And you get that. And I rely on Verizon and their 5G ultra wideband. So whether it's your business needs with, you know, Verizon business or, um, you know, you just want to stream games, it, it helps me make sure I'm not going to miss one play. Uh, of football just because I know I'm going to be connected and be able to watch all the games. Give me the phone number in your phone that might surprise us. <laughs> Not the number. The most famous person in your phone. You want me to read out your number right now? No, no. <laughs> Is that what you want? Who's the most famous person in your uh, Verizon phone? Uh, Peyton, probably. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know many famous people. I'm like the, I'm like the boring guy. Like I meet people, but I never think about asking for their number. Like that would be weird. I, I can't ask for, I can't ask for a picture and I can't ask for a number. I just, it's against, against Wait, the rules. When's the last time you asked for a picture of somebody famous or an autograph? Uh, Kevin Federline, 2009. <laughs> there you go. That, it. it, it is that true? That is true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> might have been 06, though. I think it was 09, but it might have been 06. Why didn't you ask for Britney Spears with a, with a picture or not? I didn't see not? her. I didn't, I didn't see her. But I, just saw, I just saw K-Fed. <laughs> I didn't think, you know, it's all about taking a picture and then sending it to your buddies of who they – if it's like someone cool, if it's like – Ryan Reynolds or someone that's like, yeah, he's famous, but that's not, that's not like a, that's not funny. So it's gotta be. Not, oh, not the, you know, okay. All right. Really interesting. Like, yes. Like, okay. Finally. Made it. Will you validate, will you validate this story before I let you go? And that is that when people would want to get a picture with your brother and you would take the picture and you always cut off Peyton's head <laughs> that yeah, he, so you took the picture and then Peyton's head was never in the picture is that true it, Eli that is true but you, we're going back to college so at least I was in college you didn't have not everybody had a cell phone let alone no no phone had a camera on it so it's all like the digital oh, camera okay. it's kind of like who, who had not even digital like the, the like the throwaway yeah. you know roll up camera and so you would just, if someone had to have a camera that asked for a picture and Peyton's, you know, six, 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 you got the long neck. And so I'd take a picture and it'd be, you know, all of them and just Peyton's head cut off. So when they go and print it, like four days later, they're like, I promise you that's Peyton in this picture. I promise, that's him. You can see, like, they'll try to match his belt with like another picture. But like, so I ruined a lot of pictures. I apologize to all those people now. I'm sorry. <sighs> Uh, love the show. Congrats. Good luck with uh, Verizon today. I'm sure you're busy. And uh, as always, thank you, Eli. Thank you, Dan. Always a pleasure. That's Eli Manning. He's won awards. He's a nominee and an award winner. His team won. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You can watch us live or stream us on the Peacock app. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. During the commercial break, Paulie goes, you know what? You should ask Dean Blandino. Do the uh, referees, do they bring their shirt to the the, uh, stadium or is it there for them? Do they own their own shirts? Who decides how tight the shirts are? Let's bring in Dean Blandino, Fox NFL college football rules analyst, former vice president of officiating. All right, Dean, let me uh, entertain and humor Paulie. Can you answer those questions about the referees, their their uniforms? Yeah, I mean, the hard-hitting questions start yeah. right off the bat. Yeah. I, I know. So... Um, they, they own their own uniforms. They, they bring them to the game with them. So it's not, you don't show up in the locker room and the uniforms are all pressed and, and waiting for you. So they're responsible. And, uh, and I guess fortunately or unfortunately in some situations, they do go on their own and tailor their own shirts. And, mm. and we've seen the, the result of that. They're, they're not supposed to, but they do, they get fitted before the year and, and uh, they get new uniforms every year, but they're responsible for uh, maintaining and, and washing and the upkeep. Okay, wait a minute. They're not supposed to taper their jersey. No, they're 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 not supposed to. Once they get they get they get their measurements, they get tailored. 
they're not supposed to make any any uh, what off market changes, and uh, they, uh, you know, as you can see, you know, there's a lot of tinted windows out there. Okay, is this the Ed Hockley rule? Uh, yeah, I think it is. I think it is, and and you know, it's interesting. I think we're seeing more of it. I don't know how much college football you watch, but it seems to have entered into the college football realm where some of these referees in college have taken the Ed, the Ed Hockley, you know, routine and to another level. I think we're in, you know, the, the sports science, the, the nutrition. I think we're, we're, we're on another level right now. That's really all we wanted to talk to you about, Dean. That's it. But uh, <laughs> while I have you, I should ask you a couple of things. We're, we're seeing targeting in college football, and it felt like the first two weeks there is a real emphasis on that. And I don't know where we're headed and how that impacts the NFL, if it does. Are they apples to apples or apples to oranges? Well, I think they both, they're, they're kind of apples to, they're maybe Granny Smith to, to Fuji. They're, they're, they're apples, but they're not exactly the same because obviously the targeting rule, you have the automatic disqualification. NFL has a, a hit on defenseless player. It's more or less the same rule. You can't hit to the head, neck area. You can't use the helmet to initiate contact, uh, but you don't have the disqualification. I think we've seen this every year. There seems to be an uptick early. I think the, you know, the, the players are just, you know, getting used to game speed. They're, they're, they're not practicing at the same, at the same intensity. And maybe they put themselves in a position during games that they don't normally in practice. The officials are getting used to it, but it tends to, to regulate itself over the course of the season, you see an uptick early. But over the last three years, it's we've averaged in FBS and FCS one disqualification every five games. So, so it's not like it's happening all that often. And uh, and and so I think in the NFL rule, the defenseless player rule is working. And and so I think both rules work. Uh, but you're you're going to have games and weeks where you might have a little bit of a, an increase in fouls. And sometimes you just, you know, just it is what it is. Sometimes the games play out that way. Is it just me or it feels like every year in the NFL there was uh, emphasis on pass interference? And then uh, a couple of years ago it was holding. And then Tom Brady tweeted out, you know, don't want to watch this. So many holding calls. It, like, is there an emphasis on one particular call or penalty every year that you start the year with? There usually is, and that that process, the competition committee, they they start meeting during the season in terms of conference calls and things like that. Then once the season ends, they really pick up their their schedule, and uh, and they could they they look at all the trends from the season. A lot of that is right passing yards per game. That's an important number. Points per game, plays per game. So they look at all of that. And if they notice anything that's an issue, then they'll dive into the tape and see, okay, are we are we not calling fouls in certain areas? Are we missing fouls? And I think this year, um, illegal contact will be the one that we'll probably be talking about at least early on, because last year there were only 36 fouls in 272 games. That's the lowest in history. And that that foul, that's your defensive players can't contact beyond five yards. You know, that goes back to the to the 70s, that rule. And, uh, and that impacts the passing game. Passing yards were down last year for the first time. It was the second lowest since 2010. So that's, that's somewhat of a concern. So you have to look at, you know, are we not calling illegal contact? Are we allowing defenders to disrupt routes and disrupt the timing downfield illegally? So that'll be a point of emphasis. I think we'll see an uptick early. And those are big penalties. They're five yards, but they're automatic first downs. 
Um, so I, I would be I would expect to see some of that um, early in the season. How much pressure did you feel when you're the vice president of officiating to have more offense to ensure that there would be more offense in the game? Yeah, there wasn't. We never said. I never had anybody tell me, "Hey, we need we need more offense. We need more points." I think it's a balance. But when you look at you look at plays per game, that's number one. And sometimes that get that gets lost because that's that's the game. That's what you know. People don't go to the stadium or watch on TV to watch people stand around. And we have a lot of downtime in in both NFL and college. And so you want to make sure that your plays per game, 155 plus per game. Um, And then you're always looking. People don't want to watch. You know, I I talked about the illegal contact rule back in the 70s. And, you know, just having just studied it, um, you know, the game had started to stagnate in the early 70s. It became more of a running game. The NFL wasn't the most popular sport as, and, and or league as it is today, and the illegal contact rule really opened up the passing game, and that led to the popularity that the NFL has today. So that's, you know, it, it's it's always an underlying theme that we've got to monitor that because that's that's what makes the game as popular as it is today. Where are we with roughing the passer now as opposed to the last couple of years? Yeah, I, I hope that we're getting to a better place. Last year, there were there were 153 rough in the passer fouls called. That that was the highest in history. And the league, I think, got together with the committee, the officiating department, and they really studied it. And they and they came out in the off season and they said, "Hey, we called some fouls that we probably shouldn't have last year." And the focus was on two, in two areas forcible contact to the head neck and the and the hit to the knee area or below and they felt there were some fouls last year where it really wasn't forcible it was more of a incidental contact and they showed all the officials the referees specifically because they're the ones that are responsible for that primarily and uh, and said hey these are not fouls um, it's a point of emphasis the low hit they really want to see that forcible contact um, if a defender, you know, can get off to the side and just and just grab and pull the quarterback to the ground. So I think we're going to see that number drop. And I'm hoping that we get to a a, a good place where we're not because those, as you know, those are 15 yard penalties. Those are big, big calls and those can change games. And uh, and you certainly want it to be there to, to have that foul ball. Where are we with taunting NFL as opposed to college? Yeah, you know, college is a is a much higher standard in terms of of you can't in college you can't even spike the ball on on a touchdown there's really no the nfl has really loosened up on the celebration rules um so there's more in the nfl in terms of celebrating and doing things after a touchdown or after a big play but the taunting rule i mean it's very similar in both where you can't do anything directed at an opponent that was obviously the point of emphasis last year that got so much attention and, and again, you could debate whether the league went too far. And I think there were some incidents where, yeah, it probably wasn't enough. Uh, but the league, the competition committee is not backing off. The direction to the officiating department and the on-field officials is the same. You can celebrate. You can do things with your teammates. You can do. But if you do anything directed at an opponent that crosses that line, that's going to be a foul. And I think anytime you see that emphasis, year two, it always tends to be a little better. The players are used to it. The coaches are used to it. So I wouldn't imagine as many fouls, but they're not they're not backing off on it. What's the oddest moment you ever had when the commissioner called you? Oh, the oddest moment. Um, I mean, I, I have a, he's he's great. I wish people could see 
the 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 personal side of Roger Goodell. We get to see kind of the front facing and the media and the and the press conferences. Um, you know, he's great. I had an, I had a situation um, a couple of years back where I was seen on a on a certain we, we won't name names, but a certain organization. They've got a big bus with a big star on it, and uh, and I was on that bus for a little social gathering, and and it happened to. Make make some media news attention, and he he and I had a good conversation, and he was just you know it was a, it was a funny conversation about him because obviously uh, he's had experience with that with that organization, and so that was probably I won't get into too many details, but that was probably my most uh, interesting conversation with him. Did you get verbally spanked for being on the it, Cowboys? It wasn't a spanking. It was more like a you know just. You know, when you talk to your kids, it's not quite a spanking, but it's a, you you know what you did, right? Come on, let's 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 uh, let's pick it up a little bit. It was a point of emphasis. It, yeah, it was a point of emphasis that year and going forward, not to be on any party buses going forward. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Uh, good to talk All right, to you. Man. All right, take care, Dean Blandino, Fox NFL college football rules analyst, former VP of officiating. He is. Uh, going to do the Washington State-Wisconsin game. He also has the Eagles and the Lions. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.